know the vibes. We are back for another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast presented by NBA 2K22. I'm your boy, Mo Mutsi, alongside, as always, the three-time NBA champion, BJ Armstrong. BJ, a busy night around the NBA. First of all, i got to ask you, what is it with Spencer Dinwiddie and game-winning threes? That's back-to-back now for him. He hit one against best team in sports on Sunday and then t- tonight he hit one <laughs> against his old team the Brooklyn Nets went into their arena they went to double team Luca. Luca made the right pass with credit to him then when he hits that game in three you know what's it like playing against your former team and that extra added motivation that you got to go up against them well I think Spencer Dinwiddie is a big time player and he's a very confident player and he didn't shoot the ball particularly well versus the best team or the best organization in sports history. He didn't mm-hmm. shoot the ball particularly well, but he did make the big shot versus that same team. And he did it again tonight. You know, what's it like? I think there's a little added incentive for you to play well. How much, you know, Spencer now has been around the block. He understands the business. I don't think it's really a big, it's a big thing now for him. You know, this has happened to him now a few times. You know, he went from Brooklyn he goes Washington. to Washington and then, you know, he's there, you know, he's when he came in the league, I believe he came in with Detroit. I think he had a little stint there, a short stint with the Chicago Bulls. So he's been around. He understands the business. But nonetheless, it's always sweet when you make a big shot versus a former team. And that was a big time play, big time shot for them. And you know what? These wins, as we've said, Mo, these wins are very critical for Brooklyn they're running out of time and I know just a day ago we were making a big deal about Kyrie Irving 60 point effort a couple days before that we had on Sky TV 53 point effort by Kevin Durant Mm -hmm. but you know what they can't keep losing games like this because these games count and they need all the help they can get and this was a this was a tough loss for them for many reasons and you know the reason we've expressed because you know i think i don't know how many games they have left but i i just saw somewhere that you know Kyrie's only got planning about what a three of the next 12. Two. yeah and it's so they need every game and this was yeah. a this was well, a big loss for them i think it was a big win for the mavericks as well it's scary that yes. because only 23 and he's going bucky for bucky with kd one of the best scorers of all time down the stretch forces that double team finds specificity but Speaking of game buggers, we've got to talk about this Kyrie Irving performance from the other night. 60 okay, points. Okay. Where does that rank amongst high scoring games? Because we've seen a lot of high scoring games recently. Is Kyrie's one of the most impressive? We've seen LeBron have two 50 point games. We've seen KD have that 50. We saw Tatum have that 50. We saw Carl Anthony Towns have that 60. Which one to you is the most impressive? You know, Mo. I want to say it's impressive to, to watch, but I, I have to be honest, Mo. It was against you know, these 50. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Shout out to JD. <laughs> Shout out to my man. JD. I'm not, you know, JD's not here to defend himself. I was going to go at the Orlando magic, but I want to say this and say it quick. Since I came into this league, you know, this league, was always predicated on defense and it was very difficult 
difficult. If a guy got 60 points, you were like, oh, were you like, you know, you got, you heard when you got a guy like 50 points, you go, oh, like, well, oh, oh, wow. Okay. You know, Mo, the game has changed so much now that the offense has a significant advantage now in today's game over the defense. When you mm-hmm. look at the game, Mo, the offensive players are much more physical than the defensive players because they're pushing off, they're holding, they're creating space because you can't impede their progress. There's no more hand checking. Guys are playing from distance and they're basically not closing out on you. Now they're running you off the line. So I think 60 points now to me is like a very reachable number because of the amount of threes that these guys are taking and the way the game is being played. Mm -hmm. However, 60 points is 60 points. But when you really, and you technically look at it, you're going, you know, as I was watching the game, I was happened to be watching that Orlando game. My question is, Mo, how come they weren't doubling them? It's still I under mean, magic. No, Mo, but but then yeah. I watch the San Antonio Spurs. Greg Popovich, the winningest coach ever in the history of the NBA. And I watched Carl Towns pump fake from the top of the key about three times. Mm-hmm. One dribble and dunked it at the basket. Now, I kept saying to myself, this isn't like a young coach. This is Greg Popovich. And Mo, do you know how hard it is to pump fake from the top of the key? You're a center now. Yep. Take one dribble and dunk it. He did it multiple times. Yep. So I keep asking myself, what's the game plan in today's game? Because you don't see, you don't, you don't see like, okay, Mo's hot tonight. Let me double team him to get the ball out of his hand. Kyrie Irving was like 19 of 31, like, mm-hmm. or something. A lot of it, field. like a lot of his buckets came just, he started getting hot was the pull up threes in transition. Okay. Run him off the line. Mm. Like, Mo, you're the defense. You there, there was no defense. Let's just keep it 100. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, I don't so, truly understand the game. In March this year, we're on the 17th of March right now, but so far this year, LeBron's had 56, Tames had 54, Kyrie had 50, LeBron had 50, KD had 53, Carl Towns had 60, Kyrie had 60. This month, there have been 23 40-plus point games in the NBA this season. And I want to know, what is it about the month of March that makes everyone go off. Because I remember in March 07, Kobe had that streak where he went 65, 50, 60, 50. And if you look through NBA history, disproportionate amount of 50-point games happen in March. LeBron had his career high in March. Shaq had his career high in March. Will Chamberlain's 100-point game happened in March. Larry Bird had his career high in March. Most 50-point games in a month since 1980, now in March 2022, uh, March 2019 had seven 50-point games. This month, we've already had five. So my question is, what is it about this month? Is it because guys have been on the All-Star break and they've come back and they've forgotten how to play defense because they're still thinking they're on the beach? Is it because guys have had a rest, they can get the offense going easier? What's the, what's the deal with March? Why does everyone get a career high in this month? Mo. Sometimes I, you know, there's secrets, you know, in the NBA that you just don't want to disclose. (laughs) 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 
Okay, you've asked a question, Mo, and I'm going to share a little dark secret with you. I'm going to share a little dark secret. Okay, mm-hmm. just you and I. This is just you and I. <laughs> all of the players, all of the players have motivation to play hard to All-Star Weekend because all of the players want to be named and recognized (laughs) to All-Star, to the All-Star game. Okay? It's very important for whatever the reasons may be. It's always been that way. And when you see, you can see it. You know, Mo, I'm just telling you, just you and I talking here, Mo. When you play against, you know the guys who are playing to win and you know the guys who are playing for other reasons. You just know it. It's yeah. no judgment, but you know it. So everyone's playing hard to All-Star Weekend. After All-Star Weekend, okay, now it's a little bit trickier now because of this play-in situation. Mm-hmm. See, normally those teams, 10, 11, 12, they've already shut it off. They've already turned the faucet off. Now they're just playing the young guys or they're just getting their numbers. Mm -hmm. Okay. But now the playing game is kind of interesting because some teams are still playing to get into the the playing game. And you know the teams that are trying to do that. A few mm-hmm. of them played here this evening. Mm-hmm. So once the All-Star game is over, second and third effort only happens with the best teams in the league. But surely you understand. the guys on the worst teams... Let's say, for example, the Orlando Magic. They knew they were never making the All-Star team anyway. So what was the difference between before All-Star and after All-Star? Optimism is in the air. I, that's why I love the beginning of the season. Interesting. Everyone, has, everyone is full of optimism. We could, what do you hear? We could be. What's the projection? How was training camp? It's going great. No mm. one has played. Everyone's feeling good. Everything is good. I love the first day of training camp because everyone has all of this optimism about what the season could be. After the all-star break, reality has set in for some, they've mentally checked out for some, you start to take a look at the young players. There's a little slippage in practice. Mm -hmm. There's a little slippage in execution But when you have something to play for, you're still sharp and you're getting sharper. I feel you. Okay. You have 18 games left. Let's say you have, Mo, you and I, let's say we're playing on a, you know, 25 and, 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 you know, let's say we're 15, 20 games under 500 right now. No, God forbid. But okay. Okay. So, Mo, you're like, okay, I'm not going into play-in game. I'm not going to the playoffs and I got 15 games. So what you playing for? Your contract. Okay. You just got it. You just got a three year extension last year. So what you playing for? Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. you follow, I hate you. Okay. I, 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 I can see this you. This is why they call it professional. This yeah. is why they call it professional basketball. See, you get you have to you know the guys who are professionals, and you know it. No judgment here. I, I got no judgment. I'm not saying it's right, wrong, or indifferent. Mo, you're playing 82 games. Yeah. Every day you have to find a way to be at your very best. Yeah. That's a pro. Under no circumstances. And Mo, when I when I got traded from good teams, mm-hmm. I said, oh, because I never thought about this when I was on the good teams. When I weren't on the good teams, I said, okay. That is very interesting. Okay. And that's 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 just what it is. The pros, this is why I respect the pros, because the pros are the guys who are continuing to play hard regardless of the situation. That's why I always look for good players on bad teams, because there are many good players on bad teams. There are some guys who don't understand the habit. Some guys come in the league and have never been on a winning team. Just like you develop winning habits, you develop losing habits. Some guys just don't know. It's not that they they think they're playing hard, but they just don't know they're playing hard. This is why you can never give up on a kid. This is why you continue to always protect your environment. But more importantly, this is why you need veterans on your team. Facts. Because the veterans are the guys who will hold each other accountable. Hey, man, there was a loose ball here. You know who can get it and you know who can't. Well, speaking of veterans making that kind of impact, one thing I would love to watch in this season is the culture of the Minnesota Timberwolves be impacted by Patrick Beverly. And last night in that game against the Lakers, I don't know if you saw it, but yeah, that I saw it. was crazy. Talking trash <laughs> to LeBron, talking trash to Russ. Man, if you haven't watched it yet, you guys are home. I would advise watching the game. It was very interesting. Seeing LeBron James, first of all, be on the receiving end of some trash talk from Patrick Beverly uh, after he's just collecting offensive rebounds, getting steals, <laughs> Tim Wilson making shots, Anthony Edwards is cooking on LeBron. It was interesting to watch Russell Westbrook air balls and Carl Anthony Towns is looking around the room to find where the window is left open, see why the breeze was caused. Man, it was so disrespectful from the Timberwolves. But at the same time, if you're winning... You do you, you know what I mean? PJ, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on, on the Timberwolves? But also, I know you hate talking about it, but uh, the Lakers. Okay. Here's the thing. If you're going to give it out, you better be able to take it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. It's that, that's how this league works. What goes around comes around. If you stay around long enough, you know, you're going to get dunked on. If you stay around long enough, someone's going to give you 50. It's going to happen. Yep. Okay. It's going to happen. Now, if you are were one of those talkers, someone is going to come and give that same energy to you. It may happen five years later, but it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. No player has left here without that happening. Now, what's interesting is now we're talking, it's happening in real time. 
you know, it's happening so fast now because you can see it on Twitter and Instagram and all these things, but it's happened to everyone, everyone. And it will continue to happen as long as there are sports are being played. So you ask me now, here's a funny thing. Those guys who were talking trash today and we're talking about it. Guess what's going to happen to them? Same thing. It's karma. It's karma. Mm-hmm. I hate it's karma. You follow what I'm saying? It's going. This is this is why you should respect the game because it's no fun when you get old and it happens to you. And Mo, listen. You know, to protect all, because I'm not here to, you know, hear, but I've been a part of some of the things I'm not happy in my career. You know, when I say happy, some things I did because, you know, you you were just there in the moment Mm -hmm. and I didn't know. I didn't know better. Happened very early in my career. And. I was learning how to become a pro. And one of the things as you learn to become a pro, you have to find a way to get yourself motivated every night. It can't be, well, I just play hard. You know, I got, I, I play hard and I just do with the coach. No, it's got to yeah. be like, oh, okay. You got to find the I edge. Heard Mo said, yeah, I heard, Mo, they said this dude, Mo said he was going to bust you tomorrow night. Be, what? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, they said he's going to fire on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you'd be like, <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Tomorrow night. Yo, what's the name said? He going for 10 consecutive 30 point games. Oh, I'm going to make sure he don't get 30 this game. Oh, okay. Every night you got to find something. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, man, the coaches said, uh, you know, Mo said, ain't nobody on Chicago can guard him. Oh, that's my matchup. Oh, okay. Okay, so every day you got to find, you know, you got to find a, you got to find a reason to play. And Mo, early in my career, I was playing against a Hall of Fame player, a Hall of Fame player. I'm talking one of the best of all times. Mm -hmm. And Mo, when I say we, our team went after him in a way. That it was to the point, Mo, because of the things that, and I didn't even care to confirm whether it was true or not, but the story went something like this. Y'all ain't done nothing yet. Mm. And it wasn't like, he might've just been directing it to one person, maybe two, but he said, y'all ain't done nothing yet. Oh, no. And Mo. Our team went after this guy. And we went after him so hard about three or four days later, he retired because Mo. It was, it was a personal, att- I, I felt it. And I didn't even know. I, I knew of him. I didn't know him, mm. but he didn't know me well enough to say y'all ain't done nothing. Mo, I hadn't been in the league long enough to, to, <laughs> You know what I mean? No, I was just happy to be, you know how Mo, when you're young, you just want to like, hey man, I'm just, God, I'm on the court with like 
guys I looked up to, guys I watched on television. And Bo, his response to me was, oh, y'all ain't done nothing. Y'all, 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 you know, he didn't call us trash. He was like, y'all, y'all just a bunch of young guys running around, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Mm-hmm. And Mo, our team went after this guy. And it was so vicious, Mo, that everybody in the, it felt like everybody in the arena knew it. Like the coaches do it on our team. The coaches do it. Mm-hmm. I remember the players were like, man, why y'all going after him? What did he do to y'all? The <laughs> other team was talking during the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mo, you got to be careful when you say things now when you're early. I hate Okay. And you got, so I learned my lesson then to respect the game respect all of the players because you just never know what you might say. I just told you the story about KG. Yep. I I, I didn't know that he was going to take it that way. Mm-hmm. You respect yep. this game because there are some prideful people that play this game and Mo, I'm looking for anything. I feel you for anything, you know, I feel you. Well, you know, the Lakers were on the receiving end of it last night. Woo, Russell Westbrook, bad. LeBron James. And, 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 here's, here, but Mo, let me tell you mm-hmm. something. Let me tell you something, though. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, too, about trash talking. You know, when you, when you, when somebody trash talk you, the best thing you can do is stop it right then and there because it gets around the league. Mm. The word gets yeah. out. Uh, now, Mo, when you see something happen, you got to put an end to it right then and there. It's okay to trash talk, but meet the same energy. Yeah. Now, today, everybody's like, oh, wow. Let's see what happens tomorrow. Because all of these guys, unlike our generation, these guys are friends. Yeah, I wouldn't call in well, the other team saying I, I, this is I, what we did. I don't know if Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly are friends, but I hear you. You, you fucked up. Uh, Patrick Beverly may not have a lot of friends in the NBA, but I can tell you this about Patrick Beverly. A lot of people respect him in the NBA. Yeah. You follow what I'm saying? I hate you. A lot of people have trash talked him. A lot of people have said a lot of things about him, but I'm going to give him credit for one thing. He shows up and no matter what's going on, he takes it and he gives it. Mm-hmm. And that's trash talking. So if you go, if you going to play that way, you know, one of the great trash talkers of my era was Gary Payton. But you know what I always respected about Gary Payton is he could take it. <laughs> You have to. You have, you, know, you have to. You have to be able to. Like, that's, you know, he this on this any player, level. This player, the one who retired, you're talking about. No, no, this particular player here, he doesn't get a lot of hype, or he doesn't get a people don't talk about. Him. Larry Bird was one of the greatest trash talkers I've oh, ever, I've oh, hundred percent, one hundred percent. He's one of the best. He's one of the best I've ever heard, I've ever seen. Okay. But you better be able to back that up and you better be able to take it. You better be able to take it because guys remember. 
Guys, remember when you talk trash? I feel and you. um, well, you know, but that's, that's that's part of it. The Lakers currently now sit at ninth, twenty nine and forty is their record. Wow! And I had a look wow. at their remaining schedule. They have the second hardest schedule remaining in the entire NBA. Wow. The Pelicans, who are one place below them in the standings, have the 25th hardest schedule in the entire NBA. And the Portland Trailblazers, who are one place below them, have the easiest remaining schedule. There is a possibility here that if the Lakers continue to play like this, because they were down bad once again, they could be out of the playing picture. So it's going to be an exciting... Yeah, it's going to be an exciting close to the season. They need to fix up real fast... I just, you know, I, I caught all the games last night, but um, I just wanted to know your thoughts on the Golden State game, BJ. Yeah, I, I, unfortunately, I didn't watch the entirety of this game, but unfortunately, Steph Curry got hurt. Mm. Okay, and that's, again, you know, I'm always, I'm concerned about teams. When the, we Warriors, start saying, the, the Warriors can't find luck. You know what I'm saying? Well, they can't all be healthy at the same time now. Well, they can't listen. This is what happens when you get older. This is just look, he's what 32, 33 now? Yep. He's 33. Turned 34. It was his birthday. Okay. Clay is coming back. And I know everyone's excited. I'm excited for Clay. But I just don't, I can't expect him to consistently be that Clay prior to those significant injuries that he's had. Like, I love it when he gives you a glimpse because you're saying, okay. You know, he had what 38 the other night. I was like, okay, okay. But then you'll see him another night and you know, you'll be okay. You know, he's, he's just getting his legs back under him. Literally, Mm -hmm. you know, Drayvon has missed a significant amount of time. And I know it's easy for us to say, Oh, when he comes back, but when you're in your thirties, Mo, you don't bounce back like you did (laughs) when you were 20 years old. And for these guys, the most important thing for them is to be healthy and be able to catch a rhythm. Now, Mo, now this is really going to hurt them if Steph Curry mm. is going to be out because they can't catch a rhythm, Mo. Like, you can't keep coming in and out. And as you get older, Mo, it gets harder and harder because your recovery time is not as good as it once was. Yeah, especially this close to it's the just, playoffs now for Steph. Yes, it's just that that is what it very is. very sad know? to see. And everyone gets, you know, look, and I get it. All Everyone's talking about, oh, we can't wait to get this guy back. Well, when you're in your 30s, Mo, it just doesn't happen. Now, I hope Steph is okay. Fingers crossed. You know, yeah, fingers, I, I, I really do. You know, it was a loose ball, you know, Marcus, you know, he died on the ball. ball. Unfortunately, Steph was there. It was just there, you know, listen, that, that happens. So I hope he's okay. But again, the Warriors need time on the floor to catch a rhythm. Mm. They need to catch a rhythm and they haven't caught that. Would you know uh, who who caught a rhythm on the defensive end? Uh, The time Lord with four blocks. Just thought I'd uh, <laughs> let you know. And there was actually one play that really made me smile. I think it was Jordan Poole went into the paint, saw the time lord coming across to help, and he just simply dribbled back out to the three-point line. You know, I loved you it. You know, Mo, can I, can I say something? Of course. In all seriousness. In all seriousness about the 
time lord the boss first team all over oh sorry yeah continue okay, they, uh, what are they 42 and 28 now well they're in like fourth place now right yeah just secure loss if they stay if they keep it like this okay. they're gonna have home court for the first round over the last 30 games mo okay mm-hmm. i want to say this over the last 30 games i think they've been the best team in the league i agree i agree over the last 30 games that defense they right really there. They're they're deep mo defensively, defensively now. They're one of the better teams in the entire NBA, mm-hmm. and th- they have a defense where literally I understand why they play positionless basketball on the defensive end because all five of those guys can switch. Some of these teams that switch, I don't understand why they're switching, like Clint Capella and Trey Young. Like, why are they switching? That doesn't make sense to me. But Marcus Smart and Al Horford, okay, I understand. Like, it doesn't really matter. Yep. They have one of the elite starting five defensive teams in the entire in the, in the NBA. And I'm going to tell you something. They're heading into the playoffs mode, and teams better watch out for this team. Because defensively, they can really get after you. And I, and I just want to say that because no one, they're just, no one's really talking about them, but quietly mode, they've been not one of the best. Listen to what I'm saying. They've been the best team in the league over the last 30 games or so. Mm-hmm. I got to give them credit. I'm going to give the coaching staff credit. I'm going to give those players credit because they're playing a, a really, really nice brand of basketball. And now Mo, tonight they go out on the road. They handle, take care of their business. And I'm going to say this, Mo. They're the best defensive team in the entire NBA. You ain't going to tell me. I've been telling you we're on the way to the finals, baby. But we're also on the way to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast tomorrow where we're going to be answering your questions. So make sure you tune in. Oh, oh. You know what time it is. Oh, I love, I I love, you know what, Mo? This is my favorite. This is my, you know what? I love this. Mm-hmm. I, 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 this is my. I, I need like three hours. I just want to answer everyone's questions, bro. For real, because we got some good ones real, to get into. Mole, that's that's my favorite thing. Is when you know what? Because these fans, our family, we don't even call them fans. Our family, they ask some of the most sophisticated questions ever. That's right. So send them in. Let's get to them, and uh, let's get after it. No doubt. We're going to catch up with you guys tomorrow. We appreciate you listening. And until next time, get buckets. <laughs>